The Spirit of God is on the inside to help you, to lead you, and to guide you into all the truth. It'll bring you out of that. So as we were looking at Psalms 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We have we must get comfortable with that. We must yes. become familiar with that. You have to say, well, Father, I just got this news from the doctor. And it isn't comfortable. It isn't, you know, good news. This sound good. Then you have to go back and pay attention to what that word just said to you. His word mm-hmm. is a lamp. And his word is a light. And it will lead you into a plain path. All right. Good morning again, everybody. And welcome to Healing School today. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll go straight to the word. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. As we look to you, we believe you this day. So revelation knowledge in your healing anointing that come upon every listener. Father, all things you said are possible to the ones who believe, to the ones who receive it, to the ones who are expecting it. And that's why the people are here today. They came to hear and to be healed. And we praise you and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. Again, good morning to everybody. I want you to pay close attention to words today. Pay attention. You're going to hear some things that's going to really, really revolutionize your life. Today, we are talking about fellowship and healing. That is, fellowship and healing is going to be a blessing. Okay, Prophet, we can begin. Fellowship and healing, part one. And our foundation scripture is coming from 1 John 1 and 9. 1 John 1 and 9. And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Mm -hmm. And I'll just continue with Apostle's notes this morning. Stop me when you're ready, Apostle. Let's pause right there for a second. This 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9 scripture is talking to believers only. This is not talking to a person who is not born again. This is only talking to believers. This is after you've been born again. Okay? Not before. All right. Thank you. We can continue. This restores his fellowship, brings him back into full communion with the Father. Now, by the same token, after one has been healed in the mind of God he is just as much healed of disease as he is healed of sin mm-hmm. if after he has prophet that is powerful amen keep going if After he has been healed of disease, the adversary puts upon him some other disease or infirmity. All he needs to do is to follow 
the procedure that he followed when he broke fellowship with the fathers, with the fathers spiritually. Absolutely. Sickness is breaking fellowship with the father physically. As he can, as he can get restoration of fellowship and a restoration of his sense of righteousness by confessing his sin and by the advocacy of Jesus Christ, he can get his physical healing. Mama. Disease of the spirit is the thing that keeps one from healing. I'll say that again. Disease of the spirit is the thing that keeps mm. one from his healing. Mm, mm, mm. The disease of the spirit, the diseases of the spirit are as follows. Doubts, fears, sin, consciousness, a sense of inferiority, fear of unworthiness, and a sense of unfitness to stand in God's presence. These are diseases of the spirit. But the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all these the moment we acknowledge our sins. The moment you acknowledge your sin, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from those. Yes. Forgiveness means the absolute wiping out of everything he has confessed as though he had never committed the act. My, my, my. Second Corinthians 5, verses 4 through 5 says, <clears throat> For we that are in this tabernacle do groan being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but that would, but that we would be clothed upon, mm -hmm. that what is mortal may be swallowed up of life. Now he that wrought us for this very thing is God. Who gave unto us the earnest of the spirit. Mm -hmm. The Greek word here for life is zoe. It's pronounced zoe. It's yeah. spelled Z-O-E. Mm -hmm. It means eternal life. Resurrection life. In other words, it means that the life of the Son of God, eternal life, can absolutely dominate, rule over, swallow up 
and control physical life. Glory to God. Now, now prophet, let's stand there for a second. Let's talk about that. It swallows up all of these things. Jesus said, and we use it pretty often, John uh, 6 and 63. It is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profit nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and here it is, they are life. They are spirit and they are life. The life of God, which is eternal life, Zoe life, the God kind of life, swallows Sickness, disease, unforgiveness. Are you listening to me here? This is what it does. So this is very, very powerful and very necessary for anybody to know who is expecting to be healed by the power of God. Now, you said it earlier in the notes here. Jesus took away sickness and disease just as much as he took away your sins. It's on the same evil, uh, even footing. Many people don't realize that. When they receive Jesus, they got, they got healed. Because there's no sickness in him. Praise God. What do you say, Paul? Amen. Amen. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. The note goes on to say, if this be true, then sickness is absolutely defeated and physical weakness is eliminated. Wow. Psalms 27 and 1 It's really a reality here. Jehovah is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? God is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Light is knowledge. Jesus is the light of the world. He who walks in that light will not stumble as one who walks in darkness because he will have the light of life. Mm -hmm. John 8 and 12 says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. Yes. The word will be his lamp, his light, his salvation. And that is true. That's what we call true deliverance. Mm -hmm. That is what we call redemption. Amen. 
Psalms 119 and verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I'll repeat that again. Psalms 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. <laughs> it is deliverance from the things that are not in the Father's will. You cannot for a moment believe <clears throat> that morality is in the will of the Father. Why? Because morality means weakness. Morality means sickness. It means death. So we cannot conceive of disease and sickness ever being in the will of the Father. That's right. God is my light and my salvation. And this means salvation from sickness, salvation from disease, and salvation from weaknesses and physical, in our physical bodies. Yes. Praise God. Fear will no longer dominate our lives. If a man could be delivered, oh my God, if a man could be delivered from fear and weakness, death, or pain, he would be a conqueror. That's right. Praise the Lord. Redemption planned that very thing. That right. these bodies of ours should never be subject to disease after we are born again. I'll say that one again, Apostle. Mm -hmm. If we can be delivered from fear of weakness, delivered from death, delivered from pain, then we would be conquerors. The redemption plan. Uh, it planned your redemption and my redemption, planned that very thing for us, that these mm -hmm. bodies of ours should never, ever be subject to the diseases of these kind of diseases after we're born again. Let's pause it right there for a second. Keep, keep, keep saying what you're saying, though. Okay. <clears throat> you want me to pause it? You want me to just touch on this a little more? Well, yeah. Let's t let's touch on it some. See, this is what we've been talking about, I think, uh, for the last two weeks when uh, you was teaching about the statement that I often make. It is illegal to be sick. And then you told the people, which is absolutely correct, they are the enforcers of it. Right. This is the same thing 
that you said, here it is again today. Uh-huh. Folks, this is powerful stuff. Now you Thank see why I said really pay attention to words today? See, fear mm -hmm. can take you out. Right. It and can really take you out. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's why Satan always, he will always confront us with fear. And yep. that's an emotion, Apostle. Uh, that's an emotion that we all have. And we're not trying to say that you are wrong or you've done something wrong, should I say, if you are in fear. That's a normal, a natural, physical emotion that we all uh, run into at different points and times in our lives. It's a natural thing to occur. But I believe what we, Apostle wants us to put some emphasis on today is that you and I are born-again believers in Christ. And this is why he wants us to internalize his word. He wants us to take it in. He wants us to meditate on it. He wants us to make it a part of our daily routine so that when that fear comes up on us, then we'll have something to combat that fear with. That's right. Because the word of God, as we mentioned in this lesson, uh, in Apostles' Notes, we said, what does it do? It eats it up. Mm -hmm. It does away with it. It brings it under control. You know, I, I can really relate to this, and I'm sure you can if you go back <clears throat> to some point in time in your life when fear actually just came up on you. Well, when that happens now to me because I know what to say, then I open my mouth, even though the fear, the feeling of it is there, I open my mouth and say what the word of God says. Fear shall no longer dominate me. Fear, I refuse to fear. Doubt, I refuse to doubt. And I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus, be removed from me. Father, thank you. You are here comforting me. Holy Spirit, you are here leading me and guiding me into all the truth. Yeah. You see, the word of God will eat up and do away with every kind of emotion. You know, it's a negative feeling. Then the word of God will do away with that because we are born again believers. And that right. means, as the pastor said earlier, the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of us. Well, why do we carry him around if we're not going to use that very power? The power of God, the word of God says, the weapons of our warfare, of your warfare and my warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God. Mighty, so the what? Yes. Pulling, Pulling down down. of these strongholds, which is one of them is fear. That's right. One of them is doubt. We looked at those. We ran over those those things this morning. We talked about them. Amen. Those things come to dominate. They come to control. They come to destroy. They come to cause us to what? Faint and cave in and quit. We looked at those diseases of the spirit. I'll go back to them. Doubts, fears, sin consciousness. 
a sense of inferiority, fear of unworthiness, and yeah. a sense of what? Unfitness to stand in God's presence. But the main one is fear. We're talking about this morning. We're talking about doubts. We're talking about uh, fears that come upon us. <clears throat> it happens. It happens. Right. You hear some news. You know, the doctor gives us some bad news sometimes. Something might happen to one of our loved ones, and the first thing, the emotion that rises up is fear. Mm -hmm. But listen, we, we're we not here alone. You're not alone anymore. The Spirit of God is on the inside to help you, to lead you, and to guide you into all the truth. It'll bring you out of that. So as we were looking at Psalms 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We have we must get comfortable with that. We must yes. become familiar with that. You have to say, well, Father, I just got this news from the doctor. And it isn't comfortable. It isn't, you know, good news. It didn't sound good. Then you have to go back and pay attention to what that word just said to you. His word mm -hmm. is a lamp, and his word is a light, and it will lead you into a plain path. The first thing we have to understand is we go to the doctor, and I know we do, but I'm just going over this again, to find out what is going on with our bodies. But then after we find out, we don't say it all day to everyone we meet. We've got the answer from the doctor what, what's going on, and we, we trust the doctor. We we have doctors. We all have doctors. You go to the doctor for that reason. But then we don't confess what the doctor says all day long. No, we have to get into, we go into ourselves. We go into our internal, internally, there's the answer. It's on the inside of you. Yes. And that word will deliver us. From the things that are not in the Father's will. It is not in the Father's will. We just read that. It is not in his will for us to be sick. Amen? No. That's right. It is deliverance. The word of God is deliverance from the things that are not in the Father's will. As we said a few yes. minutes ago, we cannot for a moment believe that mortality is in the Father's will. That's because right. mortality means weakness. Mortality means sickness. It means death. So we cannot conceive of disease and sickness being in the Father's will. It is not his will. It's there. The Bible says sickness. It says death is an enemy, and it will be put underfoot. That's right. Scripture tells us that death is an enemy. So yes. God is. You, we must remember he's our light and our salvation. This means salvation from sickness. It means salvation from disease. It means deliverance from weakness of our physical bodies. And our physical body mm -hmm. comes under attack. Why? Because we're in the world. You're in the world system. We are all in this world system. Amen? Sure we are. But the Bible tells us we're in the world, but we're not what? Of this world system. See, we have a whole nother system that we operate on. Yes. And I'm so grateful to God that you are listening, that you are in healing school every Saturday morning. I'm so happy to hear this. And we hear great testimonies coming. Sure, the attacks come. 
but you now know what to do. You are equipped. You're calling and saying, let's, let's get an agreement. Pray with me about this. Pray with me because the answer is in your prayers. It's in the words that you now speak. Mm-hmm. And fear no longer dominates your life. It'll come in a moment. Sure it will. But you don't let it hover over you all night long. You don't lay there just thinking about what the doctor said. No, we get into the word. We get into the word of God. So this is what we're saying. If a man could be delivered from fear or weaknesses or death or pain, that person is a conqueror. And you are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, who what strengthens you. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Absolutely. So someone says, what about Paul's thorn in the flesh? Someone might ask that question. What about that? <laughs> but we have to understand that was not sickness. But no. then, too, most people don't know that. Yeah. We read it. And we think some people have interpreted it as being a sickness. But this is why we encourage you to study the word of God, not just read it. Study the word of God. What does that mean? You're going deeper. Yes. You're going to get every resource needed to bring to light what this original text was talking about. Because that's Mm -hmm. what you get into when you start to study. And when we study this, we'll find that that Paul's thorn in the flesh was not sickness. That's right. Here we go. Here's what it was. It was a demon interpreting, I'm sorry, interfering with Mm -hmm. his physical ministry and his speech, making him stammer and, and stutter. That's right. It had nothing to do with disease and sickness. No. You see, Satan will always tamper or try to stop, hinder. I mean, just try to do everything that that he can do to keep you from delivering or walking in. If you're ministry, you're preaching, you're teaching, you're telling someone about the word, he'll try to do everything in his power to keep you from doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But the first delivery, the first person, the first place where you're speaking the word of God is going to stop is right there in your life. That's the first place it's going to bring deliverance because the word of God coming out of your heart, spoken through your mouth, is going to bring light. It's going to bring healing and deliverance to your own body. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing what? By the word of God. So as you speak the word of God, you hearing it yourself. And let me tell you something. Even though Apostle and I share the word of God with you every Saturday morning, it's better coming out of your mouth than it is ours. That's right. It's more effective for your deliverance coming out of your own spirit, spoken through your own lips, than it is coming from us but you Mm -hmm. need to hear it but then always you must what repeat it yes speak it out so we encourage you when you hear the word speak that word apostles always saying i pray you have pen and pad and you're taking notes why is that 
And then you can go and get, you can go to the, uh, you can listen to it again over and over. That's right. In the podcast. Yeah. And hear this word over and over again. Rehearse it until it gets in your spirit. It's not going to be born overnight. But I promise you, if you will stay at it, just keep confessing, keep repeating it, keep focused on it, meditating on it. At some point, it will come alive in your own spirit. Amen? Mm-hmm. So you got to understand he was stammering and stammering and, you know, as our current president does, he stutters. But see, we got to understand these. Now, I'm not saying this is the case with the current president. I just use that because give you an example of what stuttering looks like and stammering. Paul was like that. Yes. But they didn't laugh. We didn't laugh at Paul. Paul was a man of God. That's right. Absolutely. He sure was. Mm-hmm. He tried to get out of doing what God called him to do. He said, I can't speak. And God said, that's okay. Get your brother to speak for you. Get Aaron. He'll speak for you. But you are my chosen vessel. You are the one I'm sending to speak to Pharaoh. Bring your brother along with you and tell him what to say and let him say it. You see, God is not moved by stammering and stammering lips. That's right. God looks on the heart of man. That's right. That's right. And this is why he chose Moses over Aaron. If God was so impressed with the way you speak and the way I speak, <clears throat> then he would look for someone else because certainly I don't speak perfectly and you don't speak perfectly. None of us do really. Some of us speak better than others. But see, that's not what God judged by. He judged by the contents of your heart. He judged by the condition of your heart. He judged by whether or not you are faithful. He judged by whether or not he can trust us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what God judges. And he's believed, you know, he's giving us his word. So that we can stand on it, so that we can believe it, so that we can trust it and have a a sure anchor when these fears and these things attack our bodies. Amen. So it was not a sickness in his body. So don't look to that and think, well, Paul was sick. Paul was not sick. Mm -hmm. Paul was under attack of a demon spirit, like most of us are sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. You go to getting into the word of God and standing on it like you are doing now and trusting God and believing God, they try to attack you. But child of God, don't you be afraid of a demon. There's no power on earth that is greater than the spirit of God that rests on the inside of you. Amen. And when you open your mouth, those demon powers will flee as well. So all that foolish talk about Luke being uh Paul's physic, his physician, is not true. No, it's not. Physicians were sorcerers. They belonged to the uh, spiritualist group. The Greek word uh, pharmaceutical, from which we get pharmacist, is the word for sorcerer. It's the word for sorcerer. In 2 Corinthians 4.10, Paul says, always, 
always bearing about in the body the dying of Jesus, that the Mm -hmm. life also of Jesus may be manifested in our body. But we who live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Yes. And why is that? They delivered in the constant, they, I'm sorry, they live in the constant fear of stoning, of being mm-hmm. thrown to the lions or being mm-hmm. burned mm-hmm. at the stake. The life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. It's a startling statement. God's life reigning in our physical bodies. Psalms 27 and 1 says, God is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? These mortal bodies, your body, my body, these debt-doomed bodies of ours now have the strength of God. The life of God, Jesus living on the inside of us. Look at His that. life yeah. is imparted to our physical bodies. Mm-hmm. And that is not healing. That is preservation from sickness. That's right. And that, that is protection. Mm-hmm. That is the strength and power and ability. Of God in our physical bodies. Yes. So we shouldn't we shouldn't try to get our healing because God has given it to us. Don't try to believe. Be a believer. Say that again. Don't try to believe. Be a believer. Don't talk doubt. Mm-hmm. Because doubt breeds more doubt. Yes, it does. That's right. Come on in. Come on in, Apostle. Don't try to believe. Believe. When you believe, everybody know you believe. Even the devil and demons know you believe. Amen. But when you, watch this here, when you try, there's a sense there that says you could fail. I'll give you for instance. Jesus told Simon Peter, now pay attention to words now. Jesus told Simon Peter, Simon Peter, Satan desired to sift you as we. But I have prayed for you, watch this word, that your faith fail you not. Y'all remember that? Now, yes. <clears throat> somebody said, well, well, I thought the Bible says, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your faith overcomes the world. Your faith is the victory, right? Well, why did Jesus say, I prayed for you 
that your faith fail you not. Get knowledge, get wisdom, but all you're getting, get understanding. Can faith fail? No. Well, what was Jesus talking about? Jesus was saying uh, to Simon Peter, I pray that you would keep your faith active. If you study that out, that's what you're going to find. I pray that you would keep your faith active. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The scripture plainly tell you, for the word of God is alive. The word of God is active. There's yes, movement is. to the word. Well, by the same token, Jesus told Simon Peter, your faith needs to stay alive. Your faith needs to stay active. Somebody said, well, I just want to take a break. You know, I, I just want to take a breather from all of this. That is the worst thing that you can ever do. Because Satan's going to catch you taking a breather. Satan's going to catch you without your faith being active. And he's going to beat you upside your head all over the sidewalks of life. <clears throat> and whose fault would that be? Yours. So that's why Jesus told Simon Peter, I prayed for you that your faith fail you not. How can that happen? Not having active faith, not using your faith. Do y'all see that? Yeah. Not, not keeping it active. It weakens and then it paralyzes. Bring it to a screeching halt. And Satan say, uh-huh, I got you. I got you. But your faith will protect you. Keep it alive. Keep it active.